live? Are we live now? Uh, right. This this is New Albion calling. New Albion calling. This is Igor Beaver on behalf of the ARC World Service. We interrupt this program of mediocre parlor music to take you to momentous events happening this very evening. I'm currently standing in a secret location in the south of Albion. It's not all that secret. Sorry, sir, what's that you say? This is Pierre's bistro in the Eyecliff Steel. Well, I'm told it's meant to be a secret, so perhaps we shouldn't mention it. Can I ask who you are, sir? I am your waiter for the evening. Would you like to order any drinks? No, I'm trying to work, but thank you. I'm sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, I am standing in a secret location, awaiting the arrival of the PM and his war cabinet. In fact, I, I think I hear them coming now. Uh, y- yes, indeed. Here is First Lord of the Admiralty Cuthbert and Air Chief Marshal Fairy Loveboat. Now, let's see if we can listen in. Well, what I don't badly understand is why we are banged up here in Pierre's Bistro, grotty old home. If we were going to countermand any restaurant, why didn't we get the brasserie? <laughs> the king called Bagsy's on that one, old thing. Doofy indeed, snooty little brat. I never liked him much. Too right, old boy. <laughs> Put the PM's nose right out of your what, what, what. <laughs> well, that's almost made up for it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you got some of that. We are in such a privileged position to hear these great states people discussing affairs at this momentous time for your country. Uh, wait, wait, I can hear some more people approaching. I can see Sir Arthur Coward, Homeland Defense and Attack Secretary, and Scarlett Carshalden, the King's Astronomer. Uh, lady, gentlemen, uh, uh, a word for our listeners? Well, these Martian carry-on have certainly put a spanner amongst the pigeons. Uh, thank you, Miss Carshalton. I'm profound, as always. And now, who's this? I do believe it's Mrs. Hildenbrand Fogg, the newly appointed cabinet secretary, and another man I don't recognize. But what's that she's holding? It looks it, it looks like some sort of animal. Yes, yes, it looks like a cat to me. <coughs> who's the cat, Mrs. H.F.? Mrs. Tickle the Third. Now out of the way. Ah, oh, sorry. That voice was the mystery man, and what a brute he looks. Uh, they've gone in now, but here are the last few people. I can recognize a few. Sir Grenville Lushthorpe, the crackpot inventor. I beg your pudding. A little early for the dessert menu, monsieur, if you insist. No time for that. Here comes the PM himself, with his private secretary. Let's listen in again. <sighs> Bloody king taking the bloody brasserie like he runs the country or something. Uh, yes, Prime Minister. Well, that looks like everyone. Time to head inside. No, no, wait, who's this? It's a ruddy-looking police constable and a very shaggy dog. I'm guessing some kind of security detail. Oh, no, 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 no. This is the Admiral Sherman. She's here to represent the police force. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Any chance of a cup of tea? Certainly, Monsieur. Chamomile or Earl Grey. Perhaps something for the chien. Oh, oh, no. Just a cup of regular. <laughs> Thank you very much. Who's Lucien, by the way? Well, I've seen it all now. Cats, dogs, and half the nutters in the kingdom. Well, it looks like the cabinet meeting is about to start, so I better head inside. Stay tuned, New Albion. I'll be back shortly.
I'm talking to you now in hushed tones, as we have been granted unheard of, privileged access to the emergency cabinet room itself. Everyone seems to be in place, and yes, the Prime Minister is standing up. Here we go, folks. <coughs> Ladies, gentlemen, if you would please come. Ladies, uh, gentlemen, please, I would like to begin this cabinet meeting. How's your father? Goodness. Yes, well, thank you, Admiral Sherman. If I may get started. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I have called you all here to this secret location. It's really not all that secret, it's Pierre. In very grave and dangerous times for New Albion. As you know, the Martian peril has returned again and it is our... Can I take some drink orders first? Do you mind? I'm trying to address the war cabinet. Can I see the wine list? Cuthbert, please. As I was saying, this is a grave and dangerous time. Perhaps some bread for the table? No! No bread for anyone. Olives, then. No blasted olives, either. May I please get on? Who the devil are you, anyway? I am your waiter for this evening. Perhaps I should just take your starters. Starters? Ho, 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 The Admiral would like the meat-sharing platter. Very good idea. Uh, just for a self-mind. Well, quite. I'll have two of those. <laughs> Can I get two mains as a starter? Desist! No starters, no drinks, no bloody olives. This is the war cabinet, for heaven's sake. Away! Away with you! Well, I'm only trying to help. I'll be just here if you need anything. I don't need anything. I mean, thing. <sighs> what is it now? Oh. Oh. Is that... Is that... Oh, I hardly dare say it. Oh, the horror. Spit it out, man. Is that... Yes. Is that... Can that possibly be... A cat? This is not just any old cat. Yeah. That's Mrs. Tickle the Third. She risked her life to bring us a message from the moon. Oh? <laughs> right. I've heard it all now. Enough! Enough! Oh, I'm losing the will to live. <coughs> Waiter, some water, please. Certainly, sir. Still or sparkling? Neither. Just a bally glass of tap water. What's the matter with everyone today? <coughs> Mrs. H.F., help me out. Certainly, Horace. If everyone could just settle down a little. Thank you. Now, Mrs. Tickle the Third risked her fairy little body to bring us an important message from the Albion Defence Forces on the moon. Even now, they are putting up a stout resistance to the Martian hordes, but they cannot hold out for long. Quite, quite. Uh, so if I may interrupt, we need a way to get to the moon and relieve them. Most certainly. Thank you, Zagrebel. But how is the question? <laughs> well, here in the Air Force, we have some jolly big airships. <laughs> Surely we can load one up and rise to the occasion, as it were. <laughs> it's, it's straight up, after all. Hardly a problem. Be there in a jiffy. Come, 
diddy badada. May I beg your pardon? It's nothing. Nothing, I tell you. Why are you interrupting then? The good lady astronomer means it's the cold vacuum of space. Airships uh, really only work in uh, air. Uh, there's a bit of a clue in the name. Uh, really? Uh, no one told me. Look, this really can't be that hard. How did they get up there in the first place? Uh, anyone? Someone must know. Honestly, I know it was 50 years ago, but it's like there's some sort of collective amnesia. Collective amnesia, you say? Hmm. Well, that doesn't ring a bell. Whatever the reason, what matters is that we have a solution now, and I do. Well, sort of. Splendid work. Out with it, man. I, I've built a rocket. Good man. I knew you would have a solution. <laughs> Sorry to butt in, <laughs> but that's Air Force. Air Force territory, you know, what, 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 what. <laughs> eh? I demand we take control immediately. Well, well, it's not been tested yet. <laughs> no problem. Hand it over. Also, it's probably a bit underpowered and unlikely to clear Earth's atmosphere. In fact, now I think about it, it's liable to crash in a fearsome fireball on some remote and unknowable location on the globe. Oh, oh, right, right. Oh, you're on your own, then. Gentlemen, if I may, so we do have a rocket, but it's unable to acquire the necessary momentum to reach the moon. Hmm. Well, it's a start. Anyone got any ideas? Anyone at all? About this rocket? No, salad! We're trying to think. Not that rocket, these rockets, the one you are weaving on about. Oh, right, that one. Well, what about it? Could you launch it from Untran? Untran. What, what? What's that? Someone translate, please. Ruff! <laughs> oh, ho, 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 hold on. No, the, the Admiral says he means a train. A train? Well, why didn't he say so? Oui, Untran, as I said. My brother, he works on the Tricontinental Express. It is the fastest train on the planet. The Express? <laughs> he means the Tri-Transcontinental Express. It's, a, it's certainly a thought. Mount the rocket on the train, get it up to speed and launch. Ooh, might just work. Only one way to find out. <laughs> it's a dirty job. Someone's got to flush it. Yeah, that sort is better. Riki? No, I'm fine, but thank you for your concern. Can I get the steak? Can I, can I get two desserts as a main? Oh, all of the above, I think. Uh, plus champagne, all round. What? Hey ho, what? And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The first war cabinet meeting is drawing to a close. Uh, plans are afoot to head to Gaul across the channel and strap a rocket to a train. What can possibly go wrong? And so, to the moon. And this is Igor Beaver for the ARC World Service, signing off and handing you back to your usual program. Eh? What's that, Mabel? I'm trying to finish my cup of tea. What? What? We're back? When? Uh, uh, what? Who? Uh, how? Oh, <laughs> ah, well, goodness me, goodness me. It seems we are back in the studio again. Uh, a little warning wouldn't go amiss, Mabel. Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm afraid, with that interruption from the ARC World Service, it seems uh, that we are out of time here. 
and unable to bring you the usual slumber time stories. Oh, gosh, I hope all this talk of war with the Martians hasn't upset everyone too much. Will no one think of the children? Well, hopefully normal service will be resumed next week. And on that abbreviated note, good night, New Albion. I do wish you dreams of a bright future. All stories, voices and characters created and performed by and copyright to Darren Callow. With the exception of The Waiter, First Lord of the Admiralty Cuthbert, The Prime Minister, Mrs. Hildenbrand Fogg, The Hound, Admiral Sherman, and The Cat, Mrs. Tickle III, who were all played by Paul Wadey. All other noises by members of the cast. Tales of New Albion theme music was composed by Charlotte Savigar and is available from Bandcamp. Tales of New Albion, Volumes 1 and 2, are available to buy from Amazon online. For more information, go to www.talesofnewalbion.com or search for Tales of New Albion on Facebook. Tales of New Albion is a Monkey Teaspoon production for Albion Radiophonic Corporation. <laughs> <laughs>